0: Everybody, relax. What's up? Where else? Your boy, Life's Clinical Social Worker Trey. I am your host and facilitator Everybody Relax podcast. I do hope that you had a great week. I'm hoping that you're having a great weekend and everything is calm and cool for you, man. I'm just hoping everything goes well. Just want to give a big shout out to all of the subscribers, everybody that's listening, sharing, giving me feedback on this podcast man we really appreciate you if you haven't if you haven't figured it out if you don't know we're on apple podcast we're on anchor fm we're on spotify we're on any type of digital streaming platform as the joe button podcast guys tells it uh we're everywhere man so you know make sure you check us out and subscribe man and um i'm just happy to you know to see that this this podcast thing is just, is still thriving and still pushing you know i've been podcasting for about Probably since like 2016, man, and a variety of different sessions. You know, initially I had my Backwoods podcast that was with my, you know, my my homies, my cousins, my wife. You know, and that was a very successful podcast. And you know, and then I did a, another podcast. You know, strictly focusing on Black men. Um, a podcast by Trey is named Everybody Relax. Now, you know, so it's it's a journey, man. And but you know, I'm just happy that people still want to hear from me, <laughs> or just want to hear from me in general. And um, so that's that's just that's a blessing and in, in, in always and so I'm very appreciative of everybody who gives me positive feedback and negative feedback. I like to hear critiques. So if something that you want me to talk about or something that you want me to do better or try to, you know, work on, let me know. I can see if I can accommodate it. I can't make can't any promises that I won't be able to um but you know, I I try to do my best, man. And so I'm I'm very I'm very um open to constructive criticism within his rights of course i'm gonna need everybody just saying whatever without knowing the process but you know constructive criticism is always warranted so please feel free to reach out and let me know you know something that i could probably work on and i'm nine times out of ten probably time by the time you tell me that i'm probably either thinking about it or you're going to confirm it for me or i'm already working on it and this episode hopefully will be the first episode hopefully that y'all will get a good clearing voice sound from me and not that white noise because the white noise has been paining me i'm talking about paining me for the last four to five years of me doing podcasting man i tried to do everything in my, my might to get this white noise out and i think i might have found a formula so let me know with this episode if it sounds a lot clearer to you guys and coming through your speakers and um i've, I've had some up updated enhancements that I probably should have been using in the time before I probably should have been using a pop filter but uh out of, you know just being hard-headed so you know I got a pop filter now and it's one you know makes this, this this listening experience a little bit better for you guys and you know I know for one thing I'm a stickler for podcasts and I'm a stickler for clarity um and, and when I listen to podcasts now I can hear every imperfection because I do my own editing so I'm I'm very like subconscious of that when I'm editing for you guys, and I just want to make sure you guys have the the greatest listening experience. That also could be a play the fact too, because um I used to work on systems, hook up systems in my cars, and we would just tweak, and I mean tweak and tweak and tweak almost every time we get in the car trying to get that sound right, you know. And so you know you just have that listening ear, man. And so you know that's just. That's just another thing, man. So, I, I'm hoping that, you know, this has been a, be- a better experience for you, man, guys, okay? So, um, just like that, though, let's go ahead and jump right into this this episode, man. You know, um, I've been debating about doing any type of sports-related topics on this podcast um, because I didn't know, I don't know how it's going to fare. I don't know where we're taking it. I don't know where it could fit in, right? And even though I say this is a lifestyle podcast mixed with social work, mixed with personal, mixed with, you know, all these different things, I'm still kind of iffy on where, you know, sports would lie in here. But I do know that sports plays a big role, one, in our mental health, but two, just in general overall conversation um, as men. And when we talk about this basketball thing, or when we talk about NBA, or we talk about who's the greatest, Michael, MJ, or, you know, MJ, LeBron, or Kobe, you know, this thing can get into some heated debates, man. It can get into some heated back-and-forth discussions, and I've been a part of many of those barbershop discussions, discussions at the cookout, discussions at, you know, wherever you want to take it, man. You know, we are it's a conversation that, that has been had for centuries, for centuries. And I think it's a conversation that speaks to you know just who we are as a people, um, and we like to categorize you know everything, man, pride, generations, and you know greatness and things of that nature. And so, um, I'm gonna see where I'm gonna take this one, man, and I'm gonna see y'all. Let me know if this is gonna be a reach or not at the end of, at the end of the episode. Just let me know if I'm reaching a little bit. And if, if I'm reaching, that's cool. If I'm not, then you know I'm so saying y'all rock with it, cool. But I have a theory. I have a theory, and I wanna address that theory. And um, you know, a couple of years ago when I was doing my blog thing, man, I wrote a couple like blog pieces on my favorite favorite basketball players. I'm an avid NBA basketball player. If you don't know, man, I'm just not a basketball player. I'm well, I'm I I don't, I haven't hooped in a long time, but I used to hoop. Um, not on a big level, just, you know, regular stuff, but I'm a very big fan of the game of basketball. I love basketball. That was my first love. I wanted to go to NBA, <laughs> you know, I still think I can go to the NBA. <laughs> not really, but you know what I'm saying? Like I, I just love basketball, man. And you know, basketball has taught me a lot. Um, basketball has shown me a lot. And, and I'm also, I'm, I'm thankful and blessed to be able to, at one point, you know, I was coaching basketball. So I was giving that game back the thing that I love so much. I was giving it back to kids, man. And that was probably one of the most, you know, beautiful moments in my life because, you know, it's, 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 it's something to play the game, but to embed and to be able to teach somebody else, um, that's a different level, man. That's a different gift. And so I was, you know, I, I did coaching for about four years with me and my cousin, we coached basketball, man. It was a fun experience, man. And so, You know, I look forward to doing that again when time arises and I have more time. And and hopefully, you know, with my daughter, she's able to play basketball. You know, I can coach her and help her out. But, you know, it's just it's just a wonderful, wonderful element. Right. And so with that being said, you know, of course, we had the NBA finals just recently. Shout out to LeBron's my guy. Shout out to the L.A. Lakers. Shout out to the Miami Heat, man. Shout out to Jimmy Butler um and the heatles man they they did a wonderful job man they pushed and fought they, they, they clawed man they was tough man and so uh I, I just you know they they ran through the east and nobody thought thought they would run through the east and you know i thought they were a sleeper team in the east to watch out for because they were just playing good basketball man but i didn't expect them to get to the final so shout out to them man but you know definitely shout out to the la lakers the laker nation man lebron Shout out for his fourth ring. I'm so happy to hear him get his fourth ring, man. And I just want to make sure. I just want to be able to have the Laker fans and the LeBron fans just come together for once, man. Let's just kumbaya now, man. We've both made it. Y'all got your 17th ring. Y'all tied, Boston. We got our fourth ring for LeBron, man, and Clutch Sports. So, you know, listen, man. Just just rock with us, man. Just be with us. Just, just be one, man. You know what I'm saying? And, we did it for Kobe, man. Shout out to Kobe man, you know what I'm saying? His family, man. And so it is it was a it was a this is probably one of the craziest NBA seasons we've ever had, man. Um and we'll never forget it. And, you know, talking about the mental toughness of these guys playing in this, this isolated place for for like what, two, three months, man, that's that's nuts, man. That's that's nuts. And it it shows, man, where everybody's mental mental state is at and who can push forward, but it also shows, you know what I'm saying, who's still who still is, just, is on a different level when it comes to this 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 basketball thing, and and it's not just physical. It's is really mental. So I, you know, with that being said, man, I really wanted to um, I wanted to deep dive. I wanted to deep dive, and I wanted to when going back to earlier, I my favorite basketball players are Michael Jordan, Allen Iverson, and LeBron James. You're always going to hear me talk about those three basketball players, and when a couple going back to the blogging thing I was used to blog man a couple of years ago man before I had my daughter and I would just write and I came up with this series man you know where I talked about MJ and in, in, in the realm of his greatness and I talked about like you know the the ups and downs of Mike how he persevered what made Mike great you know, and I just just talked about these different moments in his life to what I know of, right? You know, I'm not a the the best historian, but I know a little bit, and so I wrote about that, and I think I, I think I call it his airness. and it was it was pretty cool, man. I, it was pretty cool. I wanted to, I should be, I should revive that series on a podcast on this podcast and just let y'all just run through it. But I think it's very unique. I try to blend um, that knowledge of basketball into our mental health and wellness. Um, from a life standpoint, you know what I'm saying? So I did that. And then I did the, um, I did AI and AI one was called warrior mentality. Um, and I just talked about AI's ups and downs. And I talked about, you know, how he persevered his MVP season, you know, being traded, you know, being small, like. Just just took these these basketball components that I knew of and applied them to life and mental you know mental wellness to be able to, you feel what I'm saying, like capitulate the two, put them together. And so I said, I was like, man, all right, man, when well, LeBron, I'm going to go ahead. I keep saying I'm going to start this series on LeBron, man. And I just really couldn't find the time to sit down and start this series on LeBron. I felt, and then I felt like I just couldn't get into LeBron because he wasn't finished. And. I probably won't be able to encompass everything I want to encompass with LeBron and talking about um, his journey and relating that to life and wellness uh, for us as Black men because he's not done yet, and it's gonna take me a while to to encu- just grasp all of that. Because looking at LeBron, he has like really three segments of his career. Uh, maybe even four you have your expectations coming out of high school you have the rookie season the first couple years in Cleveland where he couldn't you know he took the team to the finals but he couldn't win a ring so then he makes the decision and a lot of people think the decision is probably the worst point of his career um, and that made him the villain and he goes from this beloved basketball player and beloved human being to this villain because he chooses to go to Miami and win his championships, and not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, not seven. They end up losing the Dallas Mavericks. Then they say that's probably one of his biggest, his biggest, uh, you know, blunders and 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 biggest time a superstar has failed on a big stage in the finals against the Dallas Mavericks. Although that Dallas Mavericks car, squad was very very thorough with two Hall of Famers on there, if not three. Uh, yeah, just 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 put that out there, but. Regardless, you're right. Hey, he did, he did, he didn't show up in that finals, man. So, you know, and then so you have that era to Heat winning two rings. Heat, and then people say one of those rings from the Heat is saved by Ray Allen. I don't agree with that. And um, yeah. So we keep moving to that. Fast forward, he goes back to Cleveland. He pretty much delivers a ring to Cleveland. Him and Kyrie. People say Kyrie bailed him out, but you know, here again. You know, Cleveland wouldn't even got to that that finals if it wasn't for Kyrie. If it wasn't for LeBron, gets the ring, gets knocked off, runs through Golden State, probably one of the best teams ever. Assimilated, then they add KD, which makes them even a more better team. Assimilated, you know, and gets knocked out and makes and has these bunch of finals losses on his record resume as a result of Golden State. You know, and, send, and then then he leaves Cleveland again, goes to this third chapter. He goes to LA. They call him a wash king. He's not capable of playing up to par. He got hurt towards the end of the season, to the middle of the season. Lakers didn't make the playoffs. Talks about being him traded, And then, you know, Kobe passes away. We have the bubble, you know, and it's just like this expectation. It's expectation after expectation after expectation after expectation every single year. So I probably will not be able to finish or put LeBron's whole career into one one item like I did with MJ and AI. Granted, they were like six to seven blog posts. So I did a pretty extensive writing on that. And but LeBron I just gave y'all like four sections and it was like super defining moments in each of those sections. It's probably gonna end up being like a ten 10 to 12 part series man but i'll try to my best in this 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 episode to to summarize that lebron james is probably one of the is is one of the greatest athletes of our time on and off the court on the court due to his his stature when it comes to statistics, he's on um, top three in scoring right now. Uh, he's hopped in on the assist leading um, list. He's not even a so-called scorer, but he's on his top scoring list. He has like leads so many. So many. I'm not even gonna really go into that, but he leads so many statistical categories in the NBA. Um, he's already a legend and a great in and of itself. Um And he's led three teams to three different championships, regardless of what you may think. It's still three different teams, three different cities, uh, three far distinct cities, um, three different type of organizational structures, three type of different organizations, three championships, period. And so with that, I don't. And, and then, then we talk about that's on court. Talk about on court. Then we're not talking about off the court. I don't think I've seen anybody of his stature as dedicated to the community and humanitarian as LeBron. Um, Just, you know, building a school for kids, man, to learn and and grow and then having housing and then they get free admission to college once they graduate and all these different perks man and i'm just like this is of the stuff you just you dream about that but you know typically won't happen because we live in a capitalistic society right and, you know, the whole Black Lives Matter movement and him being instrumental in the NBA, of making a change, taking a stand. And, you know, I know some people out there are going to say, well, you know, he's he's benefited from a capitalistic society. And, you know, he's a rich man and his family's rich and X, Y, and Z. So what does he have to lose? And, you know, I get all that. I makes sense, man. But, you know, I don't know, man. This guy's on a different level, man. Unless we find out some scandals going down the road and y'all can mark me on this is... It's October 17, 2020. If there's some scandals going on, some stuff that don't look right off the court, then, you know what I'm saying, he's definitely back in question with that capitalistic, you know, I'm for myself type mentality. The way I talk about Jay-Z, you know, you know, that that whole thing. Um, and then, you know, of course, if something happens down the road when it comes out, and say found out that, you know, my guy was taking illegal substances to maintain his his stature, his, his Iron Man stature and 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 the nba then you know i'm saying stuff is in question right but as far as we know right now as far as we know right now this guy is one of the greatest if not the greatest to ever touch on the basketball court and on he's the greatest of all time when it comes to on the court and off the court let me get that straight greatest of all time right now when it comes to on and off the court and you don't hear anything about, he, he's, he's a family man, he's married, and you hear him stepping out on his marriage, you, you know what so saying, he's taking care of his kids, he's, I mean, a, it looks beautiful, right, and we can't judge a book by its cover, you know what I'm saying, it could be turmoil, he could be, my mans could be out here floating around with, with <laughs> unlegal, illegitimate kids everywhere, you know, he got a mistress and a baby mom somewhere else, you know what I'm saying, I don't know, I don't know, but as far as I know, uh, you know, that's his his his, his high school sweetheart, and they have their kids, they have their life, and and, and and they live a big, happy life. And I'm pretty sure it's not perfect. Um, but, you know, it's just, you know, just is what it is. And um, so, again, you know, not taking anything away from that. But I have a hard time with us, you know, really bashing this guy that I feel like we should really be rooting behind. And that's not to say that many of us are not rooting because a lot of folks don't like LeBron on the court, but I have yet to hear anybody say that they do not like him off the court. And I I've never heard I don't even think I even heard a, a a mumbling word like oh I hate this guy off the court. Like he's just trash. He's like All about capital and stuff like that, you know, and it's like, you know, so, you know, I, I never heard that. It's always on the court, man. And let me just, let me just, just break stuff down because let me, let me go here. Let me go here. This guy is 35 years old. Spending league 17 years since the age of 16. He has been crowned the next coming of greatness. There is so much unrealistic pressure. And they talk I'm glad they highlighted it on, on, on ESPN lately. There has been so much unrealistic pressure put on LeBron James since the age of 14 15 when he was scouted by Sonny Vaccaro. that it is really unfair it is unfair the expectations that a black man is is faced in that in that aspect to deliver it is unfair that we scrutinize somebody who pretty much is is a to to me and to a lot of us a pretty down-to-earth guy and is about family and is about business. We attack his oh he doesn't have killer the killer mentality or he does killer instinct. He's not like Jordan, he's not like Kobe. Um, you know, all these other players and it's like, well, he may not have that killer instinct or arrogance or ego like you say with a Jordan or uh or, or like we have seen in Jordan or or Kobe. Um, and I'll just leave Kobe out right now because I don't feel like talking about Kobe right now. Kobe's just, I just want Kobe to rest. Um, let's just talk about Mike and his arrogance or anger or his, his, his issues. See, his killer mentality looks different, right? And, and I just, I just don't think we have this infatuation with us men being this super bravado, you know, angry, um, just very egotistical um guy man and and that's what's in that's what makes you a man and i'll be honest with y'all man i don't want to be angry all the time i don't want to just boast my anger in order to intimidate folks to the point where they don't want to be cool with me or they can't kick it with me or i'm a bad teammate or i'm bossing everybody around like i don't want to be in that that space man but i understand the, the the possibility i understand what that that space means to be in but i don't want it to be a detriment to other people i want it to be a benefit of me on a positive note when i'm chasing my dreams but not if it if it's detrimental to the those that i love um when i don't mean it to like i can it's the difference between being you know being a certain way locking in and 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 just focusing on your goals and that might hurt a friendship or two or those you love because of your locked in and focus yeah that that's a little bit different but like intentionally no it's never intentional right um and i think i think we've seen it with the last dance i think it was very interesting in the last dance that mike they showed they really showed how like how like how passionate and and just competitive Mike was. So much so he would get in fight with, you know what I'm saying, fight with his teammates. He'll take anything small thing and make it up, man, and and just use that to to fuel him, right? He had self inner motivation. Like I tell people all the time, like y'all forget, like he had so he had a lot of self motivation. He was very self motivated. He knew he was the man but he, he took that, that has to be rooted first, and then he took that in any type of other competitive nature, any type of other motivation, whether it's the guy from, the rookie from freaking Washington who scored his big game on him, he said something to Mike, and he, he really didn't say anything, but Mike made it up in his head and took it and went crazy. You know, stuff like that, right? But I think it's very interesting that Mike broke down crying, during last dance because he was critiqued on his leadership style so much right and he was just like i just wanted the best man out of my people you know what I'm say if you don't like it then just just go ahead but you know i was just like wow why is he, he's breaking down man and i think it was just from the the constant chatter and noises of Like Mike was arrogant. He was this, he was that. He was competitive for no reason. And you know what I'm saying? Mike had so much scrutiny, much as we love him. You know, I think it just kind of hit him finally, like in his his older age, like, y'all just talking reckless about me for years, but this is what I've done. And I just wanted the best out of my players. And that's all I knew. But also, I talked about too, and this with my men, my guys, and my Goodfellas project, and along their lines was that. Mike was um was chasing after it was very touching he would say he was he was always fighting vying for his father's attention uh attention prior to him being killed so everything that he was focusing trying to do you know what I'm saying he was really ever since childhood you know he was it was him trying to get his father's attention because his older brothers had his father's attention you got to go back and watch the last dance its key elements in that its key elements and that that makes me understand Mike a little bit more you know and you know once he and then once he got it you feel what i'm saying um he got it and he was still fighting for his father's attention i suppose and then when he lost his father i believe mike lost his self motivation because he didn't have nothing to prove anymore he didn't have nothing nobody to seek out you know what i'm saying and then that turns to other vices and turns to other competitive things that you know that define who mike is right with LeBron, with LeBron, why is it though that the ex, and I think they made a good point, the expectations were so high for LeBron. He had those expectations, he he exceeded those expectations, right? But Mike, Mike didn't have those expectations. They knew he was a good player, they didn't know he was going to be the greatest basketball player to ever set the court. You feel what I'm saying? LeBron comes out and it's, well he is going to be the greatest player and he, they, he was and media has built lebron up to this person that he has to hit this level of expectation or he's not who he is and he has to hear that chatter i think it's um it's 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 unrealistic man the expectations that we put on our our black men one can say do you, well, not even one. You can definitely say there's there's issue with the expectations that we put on our black women in general, and that's a conversation that I would love to have with you know my, my sisters about that. But with men, especially our athletes, bro, like <clears throat> for some reason we think these guys are like just gods. Let's just be honest. We think these guys are just gods. And a lot of them have God-given talent, of course. But we expect these supernatural human beings to be able <laughs> to excel and exceed all of our expectations, unrealistic or not. Um, and, and, and just because they're at this level, they should be able to do this, that in the third and then oh well the folks that before him oh because he doesn't have that right because he doesn't have killer instinct oh well he never won this oh well, he well mike never did this kobe never did this oh he's soft oh he can't play in this era oh he can't you know he can't do and and, and i'm just like what type of unrealistic expectations are you putting on yourself and other people Is it really fair for us as brothers to sit here and critique and criticize this black man who pretty much is the greatest athlete of our last decade, right? Why are we putting, holding this man to such high regard when we won't even hold ourselves or hold our friends, hold our family members, these other men in our life to that high regard. Is our life and is our family members and our friends are their lives not not valued enough to hold them to this higher standard? Like we hold LeBron and Michael? It I it, it really it really baffles me. Guys can sit here and have conversations back and forth about who's great and who's not. And make and, and talk about specifically why they feel like this person is not great, why they feel like he's soft, why he feel like this other grown man is soft, or why he feel like this other grown man is not clutch, why he feel like this other grown man could do more, why he feel like this other grown man is this, that, and the third. And I'm just like, we can get so specific in these conversations and debates, yet we can't get specifics about how. M- how we see ourselves in the next year or two how we see ourselves in the next 3 to 5 years we sit here and critique and 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 have these unrealistic expectations for these celebrity figures and and not able to not able to evolve the conversation when it comes to history right and see past what was in the past there are so many conversations that stick to the 90s basketball the 80s basketball michael jordan is michael jordan that and six finals six you know six times six, six mvps and it's like yes that's amazing that's a great but you know people evolve right i think one of my homeboys said it today um or posted it today people are not okay with evolving and so when lebron comes through he comes through with a different mindset, and and but he's held to like these crazy expectations, and so then even when he exceeds the expectations, there's still still not enough. And then you start just making up stuff. Like now the the floating thing going around is that until somebody gets killed over LeBron's MJ is still great. What? better. <laughs> it's like that's unrealistic. That makes no sense. Yeah, it's a joke, but it's like, y'all just, why won't we accept, like, people evolving? Why we can't accept realistic expectations and not unrealistic expectations? Why can't we just accept that this person was great in 1984 to, you know, 1999, and then this person was great from 2000 to 2000? you know 16 or 15 and then this person was great from 2010 to 2020 equally great instead of comparing and contrasting and taking and diminishing away from somebody else's um opportunity somebody else's achievements diminishing them gaslighting them um uh breaking them down because it doesn't fit this narrative of what you see as greatness from this other era. Times change and is that the reason why we cannot evolve as a people? Because we're still stuck in our ways. Or we can't evolve as men because we're still stuck in our ways. You feel what I'm saying? There's a lot of things that we we've learned over over the years, over the centuries, Generation to generation that we still holding on to right now that is not healthy for us, whether it be physically, mentally, or spiritually. And for some reason, we just can't evolve and and rationalize. Like I'm really, really concerned that we just can't rationalize. Why can't we rationalize and and and, and see things for what is worth? how is that we can we don't we can't see that all three people can be as equally as great and you don't have to break down this other person's achievement um uh, and goals because they don't look like this other person's why can't you be specific and realistic in your expectations And your goals for your life, but you could do that for a celebrity, you know, and it's just, it's just mind blowing to me. And I know this might be sounding like it's kind of all over the place, but it's just a kind of a conversation, like more, more so a deep dive, but just a general conversation around just what are we lacking that we can not evolve and grow? What's holding you back? What's holding you back from your LeBron moment or your your Jordan moment, your Kobe moment? What's holding you back from that? You know, what's holding your friends or your family members back from having a LeBron moment? We can all come around and sit around this couch and watch the game and get excited and and jump up and down, um, laugh and cry when he doesn't hit a shot. Sit here and have twenty-four hour, forty-eight hour, seventy-two hour conversations behind why he should have made a took the shot, uh, to to seal the game when he had an open person to shoot the shot to make the to to make a three to end the game, and that's what we pay this person to do. Um, like, what are we giving our time and energy to? I tell you what time I tell you what the time and energy LeBron gave his Energy too. is his craft. See, a lot of folks don't only see the end goal, they only see the, 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 the confetti, the championship, the jewelry, the, the uh, material things that come with success. That's all you see. They don't see the sacrifice and progress. You know what I'm saying? They don't see the things that you had to go through to endure. To get to where you're at. That's why I say there's, you know, LeBron has these expectations on him since the age of 14. And even in the age of 35, there's expectations of him that in year 17. Think about it, guys. Year 17 of playing professional basketball. Not all the basketball he played when he was a teenager and travel basketball in high school. But year 17 and playing professional basketball, of them who play 82 games a year, he has been to the finals 10 years straight. Well, not 10 years straight, but nine years straight, and then took the year off and then went back again. Prior to that, he went, what, once, twice? And played on, what, two Olympic gold medal teams? Playing basketball all day long. And we sit up here and we we sit here and we'll say, my man's average 28, like 28, 10, and nine in the final shot, like 60% from field, 40-something, 49% from three and say he didn't do enough or that was light. Could you do that? Could you even average five to 10? <laughs> In your YMCA or church league game. You feel what I'm saying? Consistently. Um, Why is it <laughs> that we we place unrealistic expectations on celebrity figures and, and and we can't even place one? Now, I wouldn't even say realistic or unrealistic, but we can't even place one expectation on ourselves to that degree. Because we, want, we we see, we see Mike, we see, we see what Mike has done, and we think Mike is the epitome of excellence. We take Mike is the epitome of greatness. And everybody after Mike should be chasing Mike's ghost and live up to Mike's expectations. But that's not realistic. And that does not encompass the growth and involvement of life, of the game of basketball, and of human beings. Mike was 6'6", 210, 220. LeBron is 6'9", 250, 260. Kevin Durant is 7 foot 2 240. 3 different players, 3 different type of games, all great. But because we diminish we diminish the achievements because we are living in the shadow of unrealistic expectations. And so, I don't know man. I just I really feel like you know with with somebody like LeBron, we're going to really miss his greatness because he was so great, and we're going to miss it too because we stuck in the past as 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 fans, and it's not like none of this is fluke either you know like this is like realistic type stuff like. These stats are real. These rings are real. This expectation from fourteen to fifteen is real. We're putting our one of our brothers through the ringer for the sake of something that doesn't doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of this person's accomplishments. <laughs> it doesn't really matter we make it matter and I just really just really wonder if if we were to be as specific as we are in arguments about who's great and do the same thing with our lives our career goals our expectations for ourselves, our expectations for our spouses uh, expectations for our family and friends our brothers then how far along would we be as just a people? How far along would we be individually with our achievements? So I hope that made sense, man. I hope that is, was clear. And please tell me if it wasn't, because I know I jumped around jumped. I went kind of back and forth some ways, man. But I just, I just realized we're making unrealistic expectations for greatness. And we're taking things for granted. And we're making unrealistic expectations for celebrities, but won't make any type of expectations for ourselves. And just fine with that. You know, and just living content with that. Like, what what would, like I said, what would you be? Where would we be? Where will your family and friends be? If you took that same energy and time with these debates and arguments uh, with who's great instead of just appreciate each everybody's greatness and stop diminishing achievements how would how much farther along would you be in your personal goal personal strides your personal accomplishments whatever you're looking to seek out for just a thought just a thought so yeah man I'm, um, let me know. Like, share, subscribe to this podcast, man. We're on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Anchor FM, man. Uh, you know, just comment, share. Let me know what you think. Figure out how we can, you know, make things better and push it out to the masses, man. You know what I'm saying? And and just have a conversation with yourself, man. Like, you know, is is what woman what is this realistic or is unrealistic? You know what I'm saying? And so, um. I thank everybody for listening, and and hope that everybody is, you know, everything is good, and that we can move together, um, grow together, and just see things from a different perspective. I think that's just what we need at times, see things from a different perspective, and get our and get out of our own way, get out of our own way, and so, um, that's it, man. Uh, I leave y'all with a word of the day. The word of the day is. Strive for greatness, because I couldn't leave my man without saying that. (laughs) Strive for greatness. Y'all take care, man. Be easy. Everybody relax. Podcast.